interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where two of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, comics, movies, and all things nerdy. I'm Kay, and recording with me is Jesse. Yo! Tell us about the sponsor in our hearts. Okay, so my friend sends me this post um, at late, it's late, and I open it, and essentially it's like a Reddit post about this guy who heard that um, there are taste buds on your testicles that can taste sweetness, so he went to the bathroom and dipped his balls in uh, sugar water and could taste the sweetness, and he's like, I don't know what to do now. And I'm like, this sounds fake as hell. So I went on a deep dive and I found news articles about it. And finally from like going through all the news articles, I found the actual study itself um, that was done in mice, I think. Like I wanted to say rats. Of course, of course it was in mice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's not like they went around. Um, but essentially it has to do with uh, chemical compounds that damage sperm production um, have certain flavor profiles or lack certain flavor profiles. I can't remember which one it is right now because I'm not a scientist. Um, But essentially the tasting allows for uh and they're not actual taste buds like on your tongue but you do have the well i don't (laughs) people with balls have the ability (laughs) to um taste certain things and it's like a survival mechanism essentially um for like maintaining healthy sperm count and blah 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 um you they can also detect umami flavor so like soy based pro um like uh proteins and blah 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 um have uh, also a flavor that you can taste with your balls i don't know that you actually taste it in your mouth but i i imagine that your brain is cognizant of it happening which if you're thinking about it you might like actually be able to taste it apparently your anus also has these abilities now I haven't tried it because I don't produce sperm, so I'm like, well, my anus still have that ability, and I just, I don't want to go dipping my butthole in sugar water if it's just going to make me look like a fool. So, um, I haven't done it. And also, uh, I was like, I don't have balls, so I can't dip them in sugar water to find out. To which my friend says, you can't put this evil on me. And I told him that I would never use his balls for science. Um, because I have boundaries. (laughs) But, I will say, don't be a coward! No, I'm joking. Um, don't, don't actually, I don't know what happens if you stick your balls in sugar water. I'm not a scientist. I know that it's bad for the pH level of other things down there, so, you know. Um, but that's a fun fact I learned, and I wanted to share it with everybody because it sounded fake as hell, but... It turned out that while some of the wording was misleading, it was actually true. Yeah. The more you know. (laughs) There's that one Twitter that's just called Just Say in Mice (laughs) that seems relevant here. Well, I mean, the guy... Just Say in Mice. Well, they did did test it with with human proteins as well, like, afterwards. I have the link to the study if anybody's interested and they want to read it. Um, I can... I'll link it to you, but uh, I didn't think every everybody in my friends list wanted to read the um, science journal entry on testicle tasting. <laughs> it's going to be the name of the episode, isn't it? <laughs> well, iTunes let us. I mean, like, it's not a bad word. Yeah, but I mean, they might still have an issue with it, but they also might not. I I feel like we've had we've had alien titties. Yeah, um, that's true. As our as our title name before, so who knows? But anyway, it's time for some pre salt. (laughs) Um, I've been at like ALA most of this week, so um, that's most of what I'm going to talk about. Um, I had a good time. Um, even we, we left later this time. We kind of drove overnight last year and this year I was like, fuck that. Uh, we don't need to do that. Um, let's try, let's leave later. And so we were driving mostly in the daytime and it was, oh my God, you guys, it was, it was so much nicer, (laughs) um, 
we weren't constantly chugging energy drinks all the time to stay awake. We weren't switching as much. We weren't stopping to pee as often because we weren't chugging energy drinks all the time. We actually got to enjoy the drive because we could see shit. Um, I will say last time we were driving into Vegas, like as the sun was coming up, so the lights were all still on. So it was a little bit prettier. But uh, this time, it, the drive in general was just so much better. Um, we also had more room in our in my car because we all got smarter about packing this year. Um, so that was nice. Um, and cause I remember last year we packed up the car and I was like, Oh, we got to repack this because I couldn't see out the back window. Um, which is bad. Yeah. So it, it was just, it was much nicer. We got in still a little bit too early. The person who had the reservation hadn't gotten in yet. Um, but we were able to store our luggage and go astral project into Denny's for an hour. Um, and then we went to Target and got booze for the room and food. Um, the it, it was like, for me, it was very pleasant weather that whole week. It was like low to mid-60s Fahrenheit the entire time. But for people from warmer climates, it was fucking cold. Um so we had some fun experiences where we're like, we go and spend several hours in the hot tub, chilling and drinking and screwing around and then walk back to the hotel room in our sopping wet bathing suits. Um, and we're in an outdoor courtyard. Right. And so there's all these people walking around in like puffy winter jackets <laughs> and pants. And we're like, sup. <laughs> um, we're from the frigid North. What's up? Um, but it, it was a good time. Um, I wish that we could have stayed and gone to the con on the fourth day. So I guess that was the benefit to me booking the hotel last year was that I booked us for the full trip. Um, but hopefully I, I don't think I'm going to go in 2021 to this one. Um, I might, maybe I'll go to soccer con, but I probably won't go to ALA. So um, if we go back again in the future, I will be in charge of the hotel. <laughs> um, on the way. So like, I don't remember exactly where this gas station was. <laughs> um, I know that it was over the border, like right over the border in California. And I know that we stopped at it last year um, on the way back to Utah. And it's like right out of a Canyon there's like a little mountain pass that you have to go through to get into California from, I don't remember if at that point you're in Arizona or Nevada, but probably Nevada. Um, and outside of this mountain pass is the cursed gas station. <laughs> and I remember when we drove up, I was like, Oh, this is that cursed gas station that we stopped at <laughs> last year with the, with the animatronics. And my friend was like, oh, shit, I remember taking a picture with those animatronics, like, last year. Oh, God. And so we went in there, and, like, I was like, oh, I hope that the bathrooms are open this year, because last year when we stopped, the bathrooms were closed because they were renovating or something. Um, they were open this year. However, the bathrooms are also profoundly cursed, <laughs> so I'm not sure if that was a good thing or not. It might have been better if we just moved on to the next gas station. But, like, shit. Um, there's all these, like creepy statues and it's like it's just like quintessential like small town midwest kind of like or like western u.s kind of thing because because it reminded me a lot of like tourist trap shops in yellowstone and places that i went to when i was a kid because there was like a a thing in the center with all these pretty rocks and you could like get a bag and fill it with the pretty rocks and they weigh it and then charge You're you welcome, much per pound of rocks. to California's gold rush, like, fucking obsession. Like, well, Montana was like that, too, when I was growing up. I remember this. And, like, Yellowstone, yeah. it's all about but, it. But, like, our, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, like, e like, everything is, every fucking field trip gotta go pan in some river somewhere for gold. You're not gonna get gold, and it's gonna be a boring ass time yeah i think that i think the creepy animatronics are supposed to be gold miners yeah because um, they've got like the pan and everything oh lord they're um, coming they don't work i specifically pressed the button to be like do they work and they didn't and 
that's creepy. And like, I think it was Cam that pointed out because I was like, I'm not sure if that makes them more or less cursed. And I think it was Cam that was like more cursed because they could start working again at any time. Um, that's yeah, probably definitely. accurate. When They're- you leave, they turn <laughs> on. <laughs> that's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Gas station clerk closes up for the night. All the animatronics turn on like some kind of horrific night at the museum. Banjos start playing. <laughs> well, aside from the cursed gas station, the road was pretty uneventful. I think we like just barely missed um, a dust storm because as we're like driving through the plains of California, there was like there's like a spot in the freeway where um, there's a bunch of solar panels and there's like a check station. Yeah. Um. I think it's, like, right over the border, and as we were either driving away from or approaching that, there's a lot of, like, dirt, and the wind was kind of picking up, and there were some, like, dust devils and whatnot, and I was like, oh, that's wild. Um, But we drove through it, and then our friends who were right behind us were like, yeah, we got caught in a dust storm, and we couldn't see fucking anything, and it was really scary. Um, So I think we just barely missed a dust storm, which is lucky. Um. Yeah, we got in. We just kind of spent the first night relaxing. We went to Target. I I have talked before, I think last year, when I went to this con, I talked about how surprising it was to be able to just buy, like, booze in Target. Um, mm-hmm. Because you can't do that in Utah. Um, the other thing that was surprising was we all bought booze. We, we were planning on drinking this whole con. It's a party con. Um, and it got to my last friend, and they were like, oh shit, I forgot my ID. And so I'm like getting my keys out of my bag so they because it was in my car. Like, okay, you know, I was getting my keys out of my bag so they could run back and go get their ID. But the cashier was like, well, you're all together, right? Show me your ID. And I'm just like, <laughs> and like for people who are like, and in Utah, if that happened, the cashier would be fired and the whole store would be fined. You can't, you cannot fucking do that in the state of Utah. You can't Everyone really do that. Who's- in the state of California, either. Because, like, up um, up north of me a little bit, in a booze county, if, uh, if my friend is buying alcohol, they have to card me, too, if I'm standing with her. So Yeah, in, in Utah, it's more, like, plausible deniability. Like, yeah. if I'm talking with my uh, friend who may or may, from the cashier's perspective, may or may not be under the age of 21 about drinking... And then I put, like, a case of beer on the counter. The cashier's supposed to card both of us. But if, um, but, like, when I was with my mom in the grocery store, they wouldn't card both of us. Um, as long as we didn't talk about me drinking. Um, there was one time I was talking about, talking to the, in the liquor store with my dad about, like, hey, do we need more of this? Do we need more of this? And they carded me at the liquor, at the counter because I dared discuss alcohol. How dare I? Um... Liquor, state liquor stores here are full of the most judgmental staff you've ever seen in your life. Um, but yeah, like it's, I, I'm guessing either that cashier just didn't give a fuck or maybe that city doesn't give a fuck, but either way, like Salt Lake city, bam, you're toast. But there, they're just like, yeah, whatever. You guys look like you're over the age of 21, I guess. Um, so that was wild. I'm always I'm always blown away by liquor laws in other states because I live in one of the strictest strictest liquor law states in the in the nation. So I'm yeah. like it's you know you mean you don't have to mix drinks behind the curtain of shame? The shame I restaurant? told my friend about the shame curtain and <laughs> they like straight up didn't believe me and I was it's like no. True. They call it the Zion curtain. Um but um, Denny's has a bar in it, which is also wild, but I think they close it at, like, a reasonable hour. Um, just strange stuff like that. But anyway, we just kind of relaxed the first night, um, and then we went to the con Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, we didn't spend a ton of time at the con on Thursday, because it's kind of a chill day, and we were all wearing our most uncomfortable costumes. I was wearing overhaul that day. Um, I really need to fix the way that the mask clips into my wig, um, because having the elastic run all the way through pulls the wig back, and so it's like constantly fighting against my hairpins and gives me a headache. Basically, my immediately, wig setup thing was like that because the, the I didn't have a mask, but the the what do you call it the like um, head 
front head thing. It's not even a helmet. It's just like a like a crown, basically. Um, would it had elastic under like under my wig under the back, and it would like yeah pull my wig, and then I'd be fighting it all day. Yeah. Since I've got clips, uh, what I might do is just cut the elastic in the back, and then sew the a uh, little bit of the elastic and the clips directly into the sides of the wig. Mm. Um, I think then when I have it unclipped, it won't pull as hard. And most of the time I'm walking around with my mask unclipped because it is a little uncomfortable to have that on. People can't hear me very well. I'm breathing the smell of the glue I used to put it back together. Like, <laughs> um, So I walk around with one side unclipped. So people that know I'm overhaul, but um, then I just kind of pop the, the other side back on um, for pictures. <laughs> there was one really good moment at Anime Bonsai when I was struggling to get the mask clip back on. And the guy was like, do you need help? And I was like, it's the principle of the matter at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got it clipped on by myself. Um, I really wanted to go to cosplay chess this year. Because last year I went to cosplay chess and I didn't like it very much. But I always, like, cosplay chess is an event I always like to go to. Because when it's good, it's really, really fun. Um, so we went again. And like, I'm really glad we did because it was hilarious. It was much better this year. The MC was a guy dressed as Leon from the new Pokemon games. Um, <laughs> and he had, he, he was perfect. He was born to cosplay that character. Um, he had great energy. Um, they had a guy, one of the pawns for the black team um, was dressed as Skeletor. <laughs> that They're guy, my favorite. <laughs> that guy was having the time of his life. Um, yeah, and his mask like had articulation with this with the skeletal jaw. So um, it was it was just like a really good costume, and the guy was super funny. But uh, I missed this because I'd run to the bathroom. But my friend told me when I got back that um, Leon was trying to get everybody's attention to get the game started, and Skeletor was just you know being Skeletor, and so he yells, "Skeletor, shut up!" <laughs> um, but at one point during. The thing he was like, he's, you know, he's watching the moves on the chessboard and he's like, okay, Skeletor. And Skeletor is like, yeah. <laughs> and Leon's like, hold on, I need a minute. And he like walked away to laugh for a second. Um, God, that Skeletor was so funny. He executed a kill by taking off his wrestling belt and slapping somebody with it. Um, just good shit. Yeah, Skeletor slapped somebody with his wrestling belt for a kill. That was really great. Um, I'm trying to think about who else was on the teams. Um, the kings, each of the kings was, uh, the white king was Sonic, and the black king was Shadow. Um, the white queen was Princess Zelda, and the black queen was also Princess Zelda. Why that made me laugh? Because is the black. They were different Princess Zeldas. Um, it was also Princess Zelda. Different Zeldas, but still Princess Zelda. Um, they had the Pokeball guy as a pawn. Um, there was a lot of characters I didn't recognize, but they were still really great. Um, it was just yeah. I mean, the MC kind of killed it. He was he was great, uh, and he turned up in the cosplay contest later, and in that same costume, and he won best in show. So like, oh yeah, cute. he was he was great. He had perfect lip syncing. His costume was all it looked manufactured, but apparently it was all handmade. Like, um, he was also a champion in the green room. We could hear him leading chants backstage after every award was given. Like. Super great guy. We stopped him after, and was like, and my friend was like, "I'm sorry, you're probably getting stopped all the time." And he's like, "Oh, fucking night, but it's okay." And like, talked to us about his costume for a few minutes. He was he was a very very good Leon and a very nice person. Um, I wish I knew what his cosplay name was, or because I would like advertise it here, but I I don't. But I'm sure if you find pictures of him on Instagram or whatever, they're probably tagged. Um, I mean, yeah, the cosplay contest was great. They got the same um, host back as last year. They had a voice actor named Ezra Weiss, and he was back uh, emceeing the cosplay contest again. He's very funny. Um, he made jokes about the car fire from last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they also show AMVs before 
the cosmic yeah. contest and <laughs> i made a tweet about how they had like a death note one and it started out with the anime and then all of a sudden it transitioned to like the netflix death note footage and the crowd just fucking lost it it was so funny um another one was they had a compilation of like tooth sparkle effects and whatnot and like just like tooth-related jokes set to um, My Shiny Teeth and Me. <laughs> and everybody was kind of, like, into it for a while, and then they showed that cursed clip from that one anime of the guy of the guy brushing his sister's teeth, and it's super creepy. And oh my just, god. And so everybody's into it, and then all of a sudden you hear the crowd go, No! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Cosplay Contest was great. I had a good time watching that, too. Um, there were some really good Skits. I did make a, a tweet at some point that was like audio mixing. Who don't know her? Because some of the like, I I don't expect everyone who enters a cosplay contest to be like some pro uh, audio editor, but it would be a good idea to make sure to go through and like check for peaks. Um, because there was some like fucking oof. There was one skit that my entire row, we were just covering our ears the entire time because it was so bad. I couldn't enjoy the skit and I felt bad because the costumes looked really impressive, but I just it was painful to listen to the audio. Yeah, just Uh, compress your audio. Yeah, just like, you know, put some headphones on and listen to it and make sure that it's not going to cause the audience physical pain. Um, Because you might not be able to hear very well on stage, but they can. Um, there was also, I remember I was sitting in Denny's with my friends afterwards and somebody was like, I'm just really glad there weren't any catastrophic injuries this year. And I was like that Princess Tutu cosplayer though, because there was a, uh, there was a Princess Tutu cosplayer who was a classically trained ballet dancer. And she did a, she did ballet choreography on stage, but since the stage isn't like a ballet stage, um, mm-hmm. there were parts of it that were kind of rough and she wobbled on one of her turns. And I was like, my friend and I both tensed cause we're like, she's going to break her fucking ankle. But thankfully she landed it. But I was like, she almost broke her damn ankle. Um, it was beautiful, though. And I think, I want to say she won an award, but I don't remember. There was there was so much. And by that point, I was like, no, talk me, I'm hungry. So The Toonami guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Toonami guy. Somebody dresses the Toonami bumper guy, the robot, whose name I don't remember. Um, but it was a really clever skit. And um, he had, like, lots of audio from the old uh, commercial bumps for, for Toonami. Um, it was really, it was a really good one. That one definitely, I feel like that he would have won an audience favorite award if there was one, mm. uh, because people went fucking wild when they saw him. They were um, like my childhood, my childhood. Um, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, then the last thing I wanted to talk about for oh, actually, there's a couple things I forgot. One, I think I talked about the Okamoto food truck. Uh, last year, where there was like a food, but for as a refresher, or in case I didn't talk about it, there was a food truck called Okamoto Foods that um is had this a the one with the song? It it had an anime. Oh right! And they were advertising this anime. They were trying to get kickstarted, and they had like a five minute promo clip of this girl with this super annoying anime girl voice, um, talking about how she followed a boy to America and then lost her passport and like. I, there was a lot of details, but, like, when in Japan, she worked in, like, a gamer-made cafe, but she got fired because she Hulk-raged out at one of the, um, customers, and just, like, all this stuff, and, but, like, the guy that she stalked all the way to America doesn't even know who she is, but now here she is in Okamoto Foods, and the guy at the end is like, that's great, but can I get my food, please? Um... Which is how you felt watching this. Which is how this. I felt watching this video. And they had two trucks, and the two screens were just slightly out of sync. So you would, like, go out to the courtyard and hear it, like, on a two-second delay with an <laughs> echo. It was it was so bad. And, like, it became, like, a total joke because my friend, a couple of months later, um, made a post on my timeline and was like, remember this? And it was, just, it was like, it's your last day to get it kickstarted. And I was like, fucking hate you, man. And, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find the post now because there were some really fucking funny comments on it. Um, it won't be. There it is. I, good thing I don't post to my Facebook very much. Um, somebody was like, there's a story here. And so we were explaining it. And then one friend was like, the outro music is now my alarm tone I wake to, up to every morning and attempts to appease her from turning this very plane into madness and agony. 
<laughs> so that's about the level we were at with that food truck last year. This year, the Okamoto food trucks were back, but the anime wasn't. The curse has been lifted. We have escaped damnation for one more year. So, um, and the food there is really good, but like we stopped eating there after the first day because it was so fucking annoying. So, like, they fixed the problem. I mean, th- the main problem is that those food trucks are very expensive. Yeah. Um, but they're, I feel like they're worth eating at a couple of times. Um, I think I ended up getting like two meals from the food trucks and the rest of it, we just scrounged from other nearby fast food joints. Um, but the food trucks curse has been lifted for one more year. Um, and then the, while we were waiting for the, um, we were just trying to kill time before the cosplay contest. We went into the tabletop uh, gaming room because the, the, the like actual gaming room kind of gave us all anxiety because it was very dark um, and cramped. But the tabletop gaming room was a little bit brighter because you have to like read things off of cards. Um, so we were looking at the at their board game library, and we were we couldn't we weren't allowed to play Cards Against Humanity because it was before eight p.m. And then I was like, well, what about Apples to Apples, which we just play like Cards Against Humanity, but without the swear words. Um, and we were like, yeah, okay. But then my other friend was like, oh, Super Fight. I've heard of that. It's supposed to be really funny. And so we're like, whatever, let's play that. So basically, there's like a stack of white cards and a stack of black cards. And the white cards are characters, sarcastic air quotes, and the black yeah. uh, cards are attributes. Hmm. And so you draw three of each, and then you just combine the black and white card that you think go together the best um, and put the rest in a discard pile. And then you like, and it's one V one. Um, so both people who pick flip their cards over and then draw another black card. And um, then you have to make your argument for which one would win in a fight. And then everybody else um, has to like, agree or disagree with you essentially so the one that i posted to twitter my card was um meatloaf 50 of them and i i decided that this was i interpreted this as the singer meatloaf um 50 meatloafs and the singer um and then i drew a card that said draw a new character card with one new attribute as your sidekick and so that time i drew my significant other armed with a portal gun um, meanwhile, my friend drew literally insane clown posse, just drank five energy drinks and throws ninja stars, um, which was a hell of a matchup. Yeah, that is and, a I, and I don't, this might've been the one that ended in a tie. And so we just picked like new cards. Um, and I picked, my friend picked a cowboy and I picked all of burning man. <laughs> <laughs> and so now there's a quote, like there's a post floating around on Facebook that's just, would you rather fight one cowboy or everyone at Burning Man, like K2020? Um, that's that's my legacy now. In a year, Facebook's going to be like, remember this? And I'm going to be like, now I do. Thanks, Facebook. Would you rather fight a cowboy or the entirety of Burning Man? <laughs> um, it was a really fucking funny game. I was worried that we were going to get kicked out at one point because we were laughing so loud and everybody else was super quiet in that room. Um, cause they don't know how to have a good time, but, <laughs> and there was like a lot going on. There was at certain, certain nights they would have like a werewolf, um, the, whatever that subtitle is, or like vampire, the, the masquerade and such, um, those games would be going on later at night and whatnot. Um, so I, now, like, I remember last year we didn't know any of this stuff was there, so this year it was like, let's go check out the game room, and that was a good way to pass time. And it was also a good way to pass time when we were at Gaming Con, so that's kind of how I remembered it, but hopefully at Gaming Con they're going to have fucking Super Fight again, because that was great. Um, <laughs> and then the last thing I have to talk about is some sewing projects, because uh, I <laughs> taking a break, what does that mean? Um, I started on my next cosplay basically immediately after getting home, because I had fabric in my closet that wasn't getting used, and I'm like, I could reuse this for something else. Um, I am making a cosplay for Raido Kuzunoha the 14th from Devil Summoner, um, which is a costume I attempted to make when I first started cosplaying, but I never finished it. Um, and so now it's happening. <laughs> 
for real this time. Um, so yeah, that's fun. I mean, I'm low on funds right now because I just came back from a con. Like I didn't buy a ton of stuff, but I still have to, you know, feed myself and whatnot yeah. while I was there, buy gas, pay for the hotel. Um, so I have to kind of make do with what I already have, but, um, it's gonna, if we're going, it's going. So that, and then I'm making, I, I've got my, um, last bought piece of my Evermore costume for a while. Um, I'm planning on getting like a linen shirt for summer slash spring, but I don't need that yet. So I'm not going to worry about it, but I got my last bought piece, which was a pretty spiffy vest. Um, while I was at ALA. Um, and so now I'm just making one last costume piece because I found out, um, that the vest that I thought had long tails in the back actually only has long tails in the front and not in the back. And I was like, well, I was, my plan was to wear leggings with this costume. And I'm sure plenty of people at the Evermore are trustworthy, but some of y'all are nasties and kind of don't want you looking at my ass. So... (laughs) Um, I'm making like a sash with leaves on it for a little added flair to just wear, nice. wear as a cover up, and it it's and to cover it, your ass so quite literally. Cover my ass. Um, so that's the last thing I'm working on. It's just a lot of hand. I'm, I'm hand sewing fake leaves onto mesh, and it's going to take a long time, but it looks cute so far. And that's my pre salt. I don't have very much pre salt because I've been in and out of the hospital. Um, but I have been drawing with my left hand. It turns out, uh, well, actually I knew this when I was a kid, when I was a child, um, I was ambidextrous and they kind of just were like, you need to pick a hand. Uh, and I picked my right hand. (laughs) Yeah. I I just remember that I used to try and write with whatever hand was closer to what, to the pencil, basically. (laughs) Um, but they they're like you need to pick a hand so i picked my right hand um but my right hand has been having issues oh we did find out what it is well they're pretty sure that it's uh hold on let me let me just quickly type into uh oh she's gone oh that's why um so what they're pretty sure my hand is having trouble with the street name is chillblains but I don't actually know. There's another name for it. God. What? Uh, it starts with a P. I per perneo perneosis perneosis. Got it. Um, but essentially, my fingers got so cold that my blood vessels uh exploded. I don't really know. That's the. The like the smaller vessels that are um in the skin just kind of like ruptured from being cold. Um I don't know why it's only happening in my right hand, but the skin is very sensitive and like that's where the swelling and everything was coming from. So basically they're like you need to keep your hand warm. That's make sure to bring gloves next week. Yeah. I just I just wanna know why it's only happening in my right hand. And then like I was like, why is this just happening all of a sudden? She's like, Well, you lost eighty pounds. And I'm like and so I looked it up and they said if you're underweight, but I'm I'm like a hundred and thirty something pounds and I'm five four, so I'm like well within the like normal weight of like BMI. So I'm just confused. Yeah, I think you have to be pretty severely underweight before severely like that happens. Yeah. But whatever. I've been calling it my weird Dumbledore hand. Um <laughs> But since since it's been hurting, because it was super swollen, and then because it was swollen and I was trying to draw through the pain like a dumbass, I hurt my thumb. So then I had, like, I have, like, tendinitis in my thumb right now from being dumb of ass. Um, But I had commissions to finish, but I wanted to draw because I I hate being, like... I mean, like, it's what I do, you know? It's yeah. how my brain works. So uh, I started drawing with my left hand. And it turns out, while my handwriting with my left hand is really bad, I can actually pretty much draw with my left hand. Um, it, it's not, it's a little bit wonkier. I can't get as uh, clean of lines, but it almost looks the same. Um, so that's interesting. I can't ink with my left hand though. So I had to, like, if I'm doing stuff digitally, also it's really hard for me to do it with the tablet because... Learning to draw on a tablet with my right hand was a whole adventure because I don't have a screen on my tablet. I'm just sort of like 
guessing where it is and it sort of becomes muscle memory. So my left hand doesn't really have that yet. But when I draw on paper, it's like pretty much the same. Um, so that was a fascinating find. Uh, but then I tried to write and my handwriting looks shitty with my left hand. So there you go. Um, but my drawing looks about the same. So that was a fun kind of nice thing to discover is that, uh, or just like interesting, I guess. Um, and like, I would catch myself all the time doing stuff like in drawing and stuff where I was drawing with both hands and then be like, what am I doing? Uh, (laughs) especially in life drawing when we're drawing like big drawings that were as big as we are. Um, and I've got this whole last canvas to, I would be drawing with both of my hands at the same time. (laughs) Uh, but it it is interesting because I was like, I don't know if I can draw anything with my left hand, but then it turns out I draw better with my left hand than I write with my left hand. So I guess I got to practice. Cannot grip a pencil with my non-dominant hand. It feels like I'm a toddler. Yeah, it does feel kind of weird. Everything is slower with my left hand, but, um, I can actually draw so that was interesting i even inked with my left hand the other day which was all all, like on a paper not i can't ink digitally with my left hand um and it was still pretty clean i should take pictures of my left hand doodles i'm contemplating having a uh sketchbook of just left hand um doodles because i think like it'll help me over time build up my left hand just in case i need to use it more for work apparently Good for preventing dementia. Oh, that's interesting. Doing stuff with your non-dominant hand kind of freaks your brain out, allegedly. I don't know if this is true, but it's like something I've heard, and it kind of like causes your brain to think a little bit harder. Freaked my hand out because it was like, "How dare you make me work?" (laughs) I and I'm like, "If you're gonna sit here, you're gonna work." Um, yeah. So. That's been interesting. I will I will share a little something I shared with Jeremy. Um, I sent him this message because I was on my dash, as you do, and Art of Middle of Medieval Armor, like, fucking went by. Like, it was just, like, the armor. I guess it was possessed. There were dicks, but it was armor, and they were fucking. And I was like, I need you to know that my brain provided me with this hilarious, like clanking sound effect and then all i could think of was like okay you're playing dark souls and you run into a dark area like that nope gif with the skeletons and like yeah and you just like you see but instead of like skeletons you see like two suits of armor fucking and you just go nope and then then, like the whole time you just hear clank 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 my friend did remind me my other friend was like isn't that basically that scene in Nier Automata when you walk into that area and all those robots are trying to fuck and I'm like shit you're not 100% wrong like that's definitely a little bit but at least like I mean I guess I'm assuming that these medieval armors didn't have some sort of intelligence they could have they could have had some sort of brain power um but yeah, that's my pre-salt. I thought I'd tell y'all. Today I'm just providing you with the best content because I have nothing. I have, no- I like I said, I've been in and out of the hospital. So all you guys get is my great, weird, potty humor. <laughs> and you're coming to visit next week. Yes, I am. I am going to visit Kay next week, which is really, Yay. really exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I had to... I hurt my back trying to get the, the like, heavy shit off of the costume bin, um, but I did, and I have to, I have to sew my, uh, my, what, my tunic needs to be taken in, because it's, like, way oversized now, but I'm super excited. And I'm going to bring lots of warm things because otherwise I will freeze. Yeah, because I, I, I layer I layer so much that I look puffy on top. But I mean, it, I need it. I'm that person. <laughs> I'm those people at ALA that were wearing like Patagonia, puffy. like padded. Coat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just to walk around in sixty degree weather. <laughs> and that's my pre salt. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right, time for some salt. Um, I don't have a ton of salt, so we'll 
I'll get this fast one out of the way. Keep your cats indoors, folks. It's not cruel. It's better for the cats. No, I will not be accepting questions at this time about why this came out of nowhere. Um, just keep your cats Don't indoors. Don't at me. Don't at me. Um, uh, for my Link costume, I talked about how I fixed it last time. The Sheikah Slate, the new and improved Sheikah Slate belt loop did work. It was perfect. However, the washers were not strong enough to hold my cape in place, so I'm going to have to put the magnets back in, which means I'm going to have a great time pulling the magnets out of the shirt every fucking time I have to wash it. Or maybe I'll just wash it by hand from now on. I don't know. It's just kind of annoying. Um, I ended up ditching the cape. Uh, it was kind of warm out that day anyway. And I was already wearing two layers, even though they were linen layers. So it worked out fine. Um, and I just had my like tunic and belts and everything else set up. Um, but yeah, that, that sucks. I thought it was going to work. <laughs> um, I also... I feel like this is a problem at a lot of cons, but the con security at this were not nice. Um, and in ways that were really fucking weird. Um, they finally opened up the other set of doors. Um, last year we had to go around to the front entrance every single time we left. This year they had like a back entrance as well, which is really nice. Um, and they had a bag check there. And on Saturday when I was prompto, I didn't have a bag, so I, you know, held up my badge and tried to walk around, and the security guard screamed at me and told me I needed to wait in line, and I was like, okay, and I guess she didn't like the way that I said okay, because she then made me take everything out of my pockets. Um, no one else made me do that for the rest of the con. It, it kind of just felt like a weird power trip because I gave her attitude, I didn't give her yeah. attitude, but she thought I was giving her attitude, you know? Um, yeah. The most, the most I got from what, one that did kind of make me laugh was when I was overhauled. They were like, can you lift up your coat, please? And like, turn around. And so basically they were trying to make sure I didn't have a gun in my waistband. I thought that one was yeah. kind of on brand TM. Um, and like, I would have been happy to do that for Prompto too, because I was again wearing like a long vest and like, okay, but they, you said this was bag check. So I tried to move on to get out of the fucking way and. Uh, yeah. also especially because of- pe- it causes like a lot of traffic it did yeah yeah um and maybe like I, I don't know and then there's lots of stories on twitter as there always are of security guards giving you giving people a hard time about food or water in their bags um and then if they're like i have a medical condition they're like oh that's convenient um like fuck off mind your business Mind your business, David. Um, this is me pouring the Diet Coke into the Pokemon cup and taking a sip out of it while staring the security guard directly yeah. in the eye. <laughs> These, like, like, so ALA is the only con I can think of that I've been to that actually has water in the convention center for free. Mm-hmm. Most cons make you wait in line and buy a water bottle, which is yeah. fucked for a lot of reasons. Um, but also, like... If my friend's overheating, we don't have a lot of time to stand around waiting for a $10 water bottle. Like, they need water now. So, yeah. or somebody's, like, diabetic, they're going to need that granola bar. Or or also, just, like, if I'm hungry and I need my snack, like, mind your own fucking business. And I know it's yeah. the venue, and that cons don't have a lot of power in this, but venues need to train their security staff better on what is and isn't allowed in the convention center um, on medical issues, on ADA, and also they need to get rid of these stupid policies about the food anyway, because they're dumb and awful and I hate them, and they're not very friendly to people with allergies or any kind of medical condition that requires them to have specific food on hand. And, yeah. like, and again, just mind your fucking business. Like, don't, don't give people lip because they have, like, a legitimate reason to have food on them that wasn't sold to them for $5 at the convention center. So sorry. Yeah. God. Uh, God, the the funniest was still when I was at SAC, and they were like, kettle corn! <laughs> and I'm like, kettle corn does not a meal make! I cannot live on fucking kettle corn alone! And then they are just like, come and get your kettle corn! Yeah, oh I think God. I would just vibrate out of existence if I only had kettle corn for an entire weekend. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... I just really hate it when convention security acts like a bunch of jerks all the time. And I, like, 
I think like Bonsai didn't have any trouble with security, but I think I've always had at least a little bit of trouble with ALA and, and like, Comic-Con security, and it's just, just fucking train your employees better. Um, aside from that, hilarious ribbons that I missed out on. I got some good ones. I did post um, them to Twitter. And my, my favorite, favorite one is the, I have decided to cause problems. Oh, yeah. This I, one. There, that, that one was an artist alley. They had a whole bunch of goose game related ribbons. But the one that I zeroed in on was the one that said, I think I will cause problems on purpose. Um, because I fucking love that quote so much. And <laughs> so I was like, how do you get that one? And um, they were like, well, you have to tie a ribbon around the goose's neck. And they had like a big stuffed goose with just a thousand ribbon strands on it and i was like do i have to bring the ribbon from home and they were like yes and so me being the kind of person that i am i wanted to go to joanne fabrics anyway because as i was talking about with that scaly fabric um i can't find it anywhere in utah unless i go out to tuella but they had it at the one at the ontario mills mall (laughs) so i was like hey do y'all mind if i go here because we're going on a target run anyway Y'all mind if we go to this Joanne's, I get my fabric, and we get ribbons for the goose. And they were like, yeah. Um, So we did that. And I got just under three yards of that fabric, and I had a coupon, and it's, like, one of the only things I bought. I I, I bought a little bit of merch. I bought a a patch with the post moogle on it. I bought a lanyard. And um, I I bought one of Dreadworm Trance's lanyards for a bard. And then I bought... (laughs) A gigantic, squishy, like, round fox pillow. Um, I'd been wanting, like, one of those squishy pillows you can get from cons for a long time. And this one was massive. And we actually had room in the car for it. And my friend enabled me and I bought it. And it was also very cheap. Um, It was, like, 40 bucks for this giant pillow. My friend and I were like, I was expecting 80 (laughs) It tends yeah. to happen sometimes in the dealer's hall, but things are actually cheaper than you expect instead of more expensive. Um, so I didn't buy a ton of merch because I was trying to be responsible, but I did buy those things um, and fabric. I have a really good memory, actually, from the dealer's hall because I uh, I usually don't buy anything from the dealer's hall. I mostly buy stuff from like Artist Alley, but I was in the dealer's hall at uh, SoccerCon when I was visiting Nikki. And I saw this big, angry black cat. And I was like, <laughs> and I <laughs> walked over to it and I hugged it. I was like, it's so angry and great. And, you know, the guy, like, of course, tries to sell it to me. And I'm like, bro, I am so broke. I'm sorry. Like, uh, you know, and he's like, wait, I've got something for you. Don't go. And so he leads me around and there's a tiny key. I still have this keychain. It's on my keys. There's a tiny keychain of a fat, the same like giant plushie, but it's like a small plushie for my keys. And um, he was like, this one is $7. And I was like, you've got a deal, good sir. (laughs) So like he made a sale and like he also, I don't know, he was just so good about it that it didn't feel like. I, he was a really good salesperson because I was just like not going to buy anything. He's like, wait, don't go. Like in the spirit of this giant plushie, what about this small one? Is this in your in your price range? Like <laughs> they he didn't try to sell me the giant one. Like they weren't doing the fucking fashion district one. <laughs> like yeah. no 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 five dollars no no free okay for you four fifty no uh, uh, four like yeah. sir I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Yeah, I did no, not get to go to the LA Fashion District. I guess that's something else I'm salty about. Hopefully, hopefully next time I will be able to like make a trip down there because I, I do want to visit the LA Fashion District someday. That's kind of like cosplayer heaven, right? You know, so it would be nice to be able to visit that or that and or the New York um, Fabric District would also be good. Um, their textiles district. Um, but anyway. I also got um, a press wide a honk ribbon. Hmm. Um, my friend got it for me by honking twice. <laughs> Can I get one for my friend? Like, sure. Um, but mostly, mostly they were just kind of incidental ribbons, like people gave. I got a Zelda one because I was dressed as Link, and I got a I got some um, Final Fantasy fifteen ones because I was dressed as Prompto one day, like so on and so forth. Because I didn't really want to seek out the ribbons this year. Um, I'm not sure. I think, like, 
at Bonsai, when I got really into it, it was easier for me because I know the people at Bonsai a little bit better because it's a local con and like everyone in the Utah cosplay scene fucking knows each other. It's really weird. Um, but at ALA, like a lot of, I know a lot of cosplayers there because a lot of Utah cosplayers go there, but I'm not necessarily like familiar with everybody. So it's a little harder for me to approach them. And then yeah. I also just kind of got over it. Um, I'm not as into the ribbons anymore, but, um, so I didn't really seek them out and I only got like 12 or something. But um, here are some that I missed out on that I wish I hadn't. <laughs> there was one that my friend saw that um, he sent us a picture of, and it had Edelgard on it, and it said it's only a war crime, if it, or it's not a war crime if you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I saw that one in the car on the way back and just started busting a gut and had to like read it to all of my friends. It was so funny. Um there was another one that just says real Denny's hours. And supposedly last year you could get it if you went to Denny's between 12 and 2 um, a.m. But that guy wasn't there on the night that I was at Denny's for real Denny's hours. Um, so that's a bummer. There was another one that said ain't, lo- ain't no laws when you're drinking White Claws that I really wish I'd gotten because we were drinking White Claws all fucking weekend. Um, they're good. They're LaCroix, but with booze. <laughs> um, they... Um, there's the one that you sent me that was, that my friend had also told me about, which said, I'm trying to sneak around, but my badge is dummy thick and the clap of my ribbon strand keeps alerting the guards. I <laughs> laughed so hard at that one. <laughs> it's in Denny's crying with laughter about that one. Um, <laughs> but I, those are the only ones I can really think of. There were some like really funny ribbons. Um, Sometimes I wish I could just, like, steal those ideas and bring them to Anime Bonsai or something. I think the dummy thick ribbon would probably get me in trouble. Um, Mm. Because it's... I mean, maybe I'm just being paranoid, but it is Utah. Every time I wear Prompto, I'm always a little bit worried about that badge on his shirt getting me in trouble because it has a giant fucking swear word on it. Um, (laughs) The badge is is very dark in color, so it's hard to read, but I can only imagine someone who's familiar with that character being like, ma'am, you need to cover that up. Um, hasn't happened yet. Stop me. <laughs> <They> can. <laughs> um, no. Put a little piece of tape on it. That would make it more obvious that it was an F-bomb. You gotta F-bomb. put one of those, um, one of my favorite, uh, like, like a lot of times, different art artist alleys have different rules about what you can show. Um, so sometimes, like this person I followed, there was a butt in one of their drawings, and it had underwear on it. But like, it was too much for this other. Like, it was fine at one con and not at another. And they were like, "That's okay." And they have uh, like little. I want these these post its that are shaped like peaches and just slaps <laughs> the peach. <laughs> <laughs> there was out and out porn in the dealer's hall at ALA. They just cu- they just censored it with little sticky notes. Yeah, that's what this was. It was a sticky note, so now, I definitely you can't even. You, I don't think you can even do that at Anime Bonsai. I think everything has to be fully clothed. <sighs> or you know, at least what God? What's their fucking cosplayer rule? Like seventy percent of the buttocks and most of your breasts, or something. It's it's seventy really percent of the. Buttocks. That's what it says in the guidebook. It's something like really specific like that. And I'm like, what is 70%? What is 70% of my ass? What does that look like? I don't even know. All I can think of is there's this part in uh um the adventure zone when they wake up in the middle of the night and um Merle has that uh like onesie that he sleeps in that has a butt flap on it and like a, a like one of his, part of his left butt cheek is exposed revealing his <laughs> Kenny Chesney tattoo. <laughs> um Yeah, it's that's that's those are the only ones I can think of right now that I'm really sad I missed out on. There were some like really fucking hilarious ribbons, and people were getting a lot of them. I saw one guy dangle his ribbon strand from the second floor over the bow over the railing, like to the floor, and like, there was like several feet of it still on the floor afterwards trailing. Like it was really long. Jesus. He was um, going for the gold. He was going for the gold. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I have. Uh, I mean, I guess I talked about my salt pretty much about my mine hand um just i don't know i was really depressed before we knew what it was because i had to get a lot of uh 
blood tests done. I had to have six vials of blood taken. And, uh, I mean, not six, nine. Sorry. I, God, dyslexia. I straight up flipped the nine and the six upside down in my head. Um, I mean, both numbers are a lot of blood to draw. Yeah, but the nine was a little bit much. It was funny because she was printing out the labels for the blood and it just kept going and going. And I was like, to lemon grab voice, my essence. Um, so... I was like, oh god. And then the lady sticks the needle in and she's like, are you gonna be okay? And I'm just like, she's like, you need to sit back. So I sit back and um, and this poor woman, I'm like trying not to pass out. So I'm taking like deep breaths. So shots don't scare me and like piercings don't really scare me, but getting my blood drawn freaks me out and I hate it. And I feel like I can feel it leaving my body and I was going to throw up and I was like dizzy and I'm sitting there and I'm taking deep breaths and I'm like, so phlebotomy, how did you get into that? Did you go to school wanting to be a phlebotomist? <laughs> like <laughs> this poor woman. Um, I'm like, did you just sort of like, you know, find the program and wander into it? Like, what would, and she starts talking to me about, and like, I, ha- I have, I'm so sorry to that woman, but I had to like do something to keep me. So then finally I'm free and they're like, okay, go pee in this. Right. But I just gave nine vials of blood and I was going to pass out like the whole time. So I got into the bathroom and suddenly I got hit with a wave of nausea and like I fell, but luckily I fell like just like onto the wall. <laughs> And I was like, somehow I have to pee into this cup and I'm barely alive right now. <laughs> um, and like, not from like the blood loss. It was just from like the f- sheer fucking panic attack I was having. Um, but I, my blood work looked fine. And then I had to give that, e- the x-ray yesterday. Um, I went to a specialist who moved my bones around in my body. That was a time. Um, and uh, today I had another doctor's appointment. So I've just been like going to the doctor. I missed my fucking therapy appointment because my other doctor's appointment ran so long. So I don't get to see my therapist till March 11th. And I was like, this is fine. It's sitting in my burning house. This is this is fine. Um, but yeah, just that kind of salt. Uh, there's something else. That was like sad, funny, sunny, if you will. <laughs> it's always sunny. In it's always. <laughs> I just, I like. I'm trying to remember what it was because it was also about me in my Jesse's adventures. Oh, then that same night that I got my blood drawn, I was cutting my hair at two a.m. as you do, um, and. I was trying to get the back and I uh, snipped a chunk out of my knuckles. Yeah, because my knuckles were like, like bent. So I, it was like a whole chunk, like, like a, and Trina was like, well, did you leave the piece of skin there? Did you take it off? And I'm like, I didn't have a choice in the matter. It was just gone. (laughs) Um, So that's definitely scary, but it was funny because I chunked out a piece, so it it bled a lot, because you know how, like, skin, if you get past a certain level, it just, like, bleeds and bleeds and bleeds, um, and, uh, it was, it was bleeding a bunch out of the same arm where I had had blood drawn earlier, (laughs) and I was like, because I, my dumbass felt like I didn't bleed enough, so actually I have to bleed more, um also my hair looks fucking awful it doesn't look as bad as it could but i did try to layer my hair by myself at 2 a.m after getting blood drawn and also being wildly depressed so maybe that wasn't a plan um but i was just like my hair looks bad and my knuckle is missing a chunk and i got my blood drawn and my other hand is like a weird dumbledore hand and i'm just sad um but I mean, it's it's funny to me now. All I could think of afterwards when I woke up the next day, my, the front of my hair is fine, but all I could think about was, all I wanted was fucking bangs. 
fuck? What the fuck? That's how I feel. It's just, it's not like terrible. I did leave my rat tail, but then my dad said one thing about my rat tail and I cut it off like two minutes afterwards. I was like, I am so depressed right now. I am not strong enough to be roasted about this rat tail by everybody that I see. Um, so no rat tail. Everybody else, every, you all won this fight. Um, and I lost a fight with a pair of scissors in the night. And the worst part is, is they're not even sharp scissors. They're like dull scissors. I cut a chunk out of my hand with dull scissors like a dumbass. Um, they still cut. They still cut. I did also get, so this is like pre-salt and salt mixed into one, y'all. I don't know why I grabbed these because you can't see them. But I got these scissors that are a dagger. Um, I finally purchased them. And... Uh, they're rad. It comes with a sheath. I don't know. I can't, can't hear that sweet ASMR sound. Um, there's a sheath and uh, they look rad as hell. Downside is they're the worst fucking scissors I've ever had to cut within my whole life. Like the scissors they're themselves. They're decorative. They're almost purely decorative. Yeah. Because the scissors themselves like are um, fine. Like the actual cutting part. The handle and trying to make it look like a dagger is made out of, uh, I want to say it's metal. I also think it's like plastic coated in metal probably. Um, but they're sharp and they're small little holes. So like you try to get the leverage to like cut and you cannot, um, because it's digging into your hands. It really fucking hurts. So I have to mod them somehow, uh, to like put a piece of rubber in there and they won't look as good but like also i paid money to have scissors too like not just to have a fake dagger like i i want scissors also um but they so i'll i'll figure that out i think i might just put some like strips of um rubber on the inside where the like scallops of metal dig into my poor thumbsy um but otherwise it looks right as hell but yeah that was a sad sad time was when I went to cut with them. Although to be fair, the first thing I tried to cut with them was the tip off of a sock. Uh, so maybe they're just not that durable. Um, but then also my cheap child safety scissors cut through the tip of that sock. So what is the truth? Oprah gif. Um, that's all my salts. It's stupid salts, but it is salt. Nonetheless, I'm, I'm struggling with my thread right now. So <laughs> We're doing, we're on top of the game here. We're, we're at a, we're having a time. Happy 2020. And Jake, poor Jake. Poor Jake. Uh, yeah, lost his computer to the war. Well. So, there's a GoFundMe. Yes. Uh, Salt Report patron, um, Jeremy Greer has been kind enough to set up a, a GoFundMe for Jake's laptop. So, if you'd like to help us out. Contributing to our wayward co-hosts and editors laptop fund would very much help us. Yeah, that was so tragic, though. We're like dogs without horses without our editor. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we've got uh, Richard stepping in for us for a bit again. Thank you, Thank Richard. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. In stereo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for helping us out there in the meantime. But if you do want to help out a bro, um, even my mom was like, what's the GoFundMe? Because my mom is the salt mom, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's another piece of salt. It's not my salt to give, but it's Jake's not here right now. So, so somebody else has to say it. Yeah. He, Jake, you should send stuff into our imported salt. I'll read it for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can do um, it on your phone since your computer is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's our show for the night where can we find you on the internet you can find me as filthy wizard on twitter and youtube that's so weird to say so um like and comment and subscribe i've hit that bell if you want to hear about piss because my friend helped me at like 2 a.m when i couldn't find the solikov piss part um Sokolov piss scene he found it for me so thank you uh yeah, if you want to hear about that you gotta hit that subscribe button <laughs> um and uh 
You can also find me as Filthy Magic User on Twitch and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. You can find our wayward co-host Jake on Twitter as um, at Jake underscore Lionheart. And you can find our stand-in editor on Twitter as at Wizards or at Revitar. Um, you can find the podcast on Twitter as at Podcast Salt. And you can listen to the podcast anywhere you get podcasts, including... Um, iTunes, Spotify, Fireside, the works. Uh, the GoFundMe, I don't have the link to handy, but I know that um, Jeremy ha- um, tweeted it out on his Twitter, which is at JJ Greer. If you'd like to help us out uh, by contributing to that GoFundMe, we would all very much appreciate it. Um, or just get the word out if you don't have the funds right now. We understand that not everybody does. Um, and thank you for listening. And remember... There ain't no laws when you drink a white claws. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>